0: Hello and welcome to the Set Life Podcast. I am Ree Petro, your host, extraordinaire, talker, person, doing the interviews, errs, and also writer of the blogs that accompany these. <laughs> Anyways, um, I have Justin Montgomery, uh, New York City, DOP, with me today to talk about his recent feature film that just got distributed um, just got released online not too long ago called The Good Catholic this project stars Zachary Spicer when Ren Schmidt Danny Glover and John C. McGinley and we go over we break down the film basically we talk about how it got started you know how what were the pitfalls? What were the highs? Um, and how he got through some of these challenging scenes. What's really cool about this week, I think, is that we actually go through and break down um, shots. And so if you guys are listening in the car, we try and do our best to describe the scene. But to get the full experience, you got to go online, go to the show notes, uh, petro.com slash blog. That's going to have the breakdowns there and the shots and the images so that you can look at those and follow along as we go and break these down anyways this is a really fun episode and this is actually my first episode to um have a uh a live conversation with the person they've all of them have been over skype so this is really fun to sit down with justin and really go over all this stuff and i had a blast talking with him so hope you guys enjoy So, I like your sticker on your computer. Thank you. Everything is. Everything is figure outable. I love it. Is that like your motto? Uh,
1: it's become a mantra lately. Has it? Yeah. yeah. Um, I've been watching a lot of like businessy, sort of like entrepreneurial entrepreneurship um, <laughs> videos on YouTube. So, I saw this on a video and I was like, hey, that I can apply to DP stuff too. So. Yeah,
0: definitely. I I feel like that that is a lot of what DP is doing, especially freelance doing the entrepreneur thing. You know, that's yeah, it's a lot like a business owner. So
1: that's that basically what you are. So, you yeah. I'm trying to look at it like that. It's like mm-hmm. everything is can you can figure it out. It's all problem solving. Sweet. So, yeah, and I just see it right on my computer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. Uh,
0: yeah, it's good. It's a yeah. good reminder. Yeah. Cool. So thank you so much for joining me yeah, in totally. the first ever live session. This is, <laughs> is this so live? This, yeah, well, this is the first time I've ever, like, we've been sitting. I've done it. I've oh. done it. Oh. I've done an interview sitting with somebody. They've all been over Skype, Oh, which is okay. kind of depressing because it's just me in my room <laughs> just talking to myself, it feels like. So right. this is cool. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah, no problem. It's cool. Cool. I could be here. So I want to start out. By just talking to you about how you got your start into the filmmaking, how you became a DP, and uh, kind of your route that you took.
1: Yeah. Um, So, um, I went to, I've always been interested in movies and film. um, And I went to, um, well, I actually, I kind of, you know, everyone has that idea to go to film school, but I was never the most studious Person and I didn't love the the book side of things and I always thought it was kind of weird how you had to you Know how to do math and science to learn how to make a movie and I was like, oh, okay um, But I, I kept kind of like pursuing that route. So um, You know when you I started to apply for film schools I was a little bit um, and I was always like making YouTube videos and stuff like way back in the day. When did you start? Start making YouTube videos. Yeah. Um had to be like twelve or thirteen, I think. With your mini D V? Yeah, mini D V high eight, no, high eight first. Oh, high eight. High eight first. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Love it. just kinda like coming up with anything you can, trying to trying to make uh yeah, make stories out of like like little things with your friends and, and in the neighborhood. Um and then um I always did things in high school, you know, I was in the news program and um I was always the I was always the one who wanted to edit everything, which was kind of interesting. I'm not like an editor now, but I was always the one that was like, like if there was a school project where we had to do a video, I was like, guys, I want to do it. I'm going to take charge of this, and because you know, like you have like the initiative and you want to like do it and you want to make it good. So I was always the one that's like, let's let's make this good, guys. And
0: you you know, the editor is the one who who actually makes the
1: video. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like of course, yeah, you're the one who who is actually making it. Um, You didn't really care about getting, like, credit or anything. You just, like... It's just cool. You just like the process. And um, so you kind of become the film guy. And, like, when you start making your, like, stuff.
0: Yeah. And I I feel like doing editing teaches you a lot about story. I bet you learned a lot about story. Oh, yeah. Storytelling from the editing process there.
1: Oh, totally. Totally. It was kind of, like, you know, almost, like, mimicking the people that you see or, like, different cuts. But you don't know why. Like, you see... Like the way you shoot things, but um, so yeah, I made a couple like like silly little films and and um well, they weren't silly, they were, they were <laughs> i don't know why I said silly, silly little films um <laughs> um yeah, so you make like you know uh shorts, and then um, when it came time to like uh like graduate, I was like i'm gonna go to I'm going to film school, um so. I didn't have the best grades. I I, I don't act, I'm from Texas, from from Houston, Texas. So originally I wanted to to go to UT, Austin. Like Rob Rodriguez was like a big hero of mine. And like, and I always thought that was kind of cool to be in Austin, like in this like film town. And so I was like, all right, I got I to go here. Um, but uh, when I didn't get in the first thing, I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'll do, I'll go like the community college route. So I did that. And then I sort of like, I was doing some research online. I was like, people kept saying like, you don't need to go to film school and you can just do it all yourself. And like, and um, I started to kind of think they're right. And I found this like, um, it's actually, it was, it was like really good info back in the day. It was like this sort of like anti-film school thing. It was like, you can do it all yourself. Just, just, uh, uh, just pay this and then we'll like teach you how to like. Like get off the ground of like your film like
0: oh this is cool interesting it was like like it. just a, like cine summit or something like that I
1: heard of a it's called it's called film school secrets
0: film school secrets
1: <laughs> interesting.
0: FilmSchoolSecrets.com. dot com interesting is it still running
1: I don't actually don't think it is oh okay. uh, but this dude was he he's he was a super nice guy it was it was like good info you know um but he was just kind of like. You don't need to pay this much to make a movie like you can do it yourself and that was a sort of like plug is like you pay this and we'll give you like these modules to sort of like make like an indie movie and we'll teach you how to go on craigslist and we'll teach you how to like it was it was kind of cool like it, real grassroots very grassroots i mean you know um but one of his uh his advice was like just call up a local production company and tell them like hey i want to like take you out for coffee or take you out for lunch and then like pick your brain on how to be in the business And uh, so I got the idea to do that. And then um, I just literally Googled, like, production company, Kingwood, Texas. And the first one that popped up um, was called uh, Vic Digital Studios. Or Vic Digital. Yeah, Vic Digital. Um, And it was sort of like a one-man band production house. And he did, like, local commercials and, you know, sort of like corporate corporate type of videos. So I met up with him. And, um, you know, we talked. And he was like... Super impressed by my initiative, and he showed me his his office, and I was like, oh, this is great. And he basically took me in as, like, an intern, and then I um, I was just basically shadowing him as much as possible. Like, he would teach me how to edit, and he would teach me, like, show me all the things he's working on. I would basically be, like, his assistant on all the shoots. Like, yeah, and you did everything for him. You kind of worked in all the areas. Yeah, basically. Like, I'd run cameras sometimes, and, like... You know he had he had like a, like a legit office and like like a little studio, I was like, "This is so cool, like like doing it. And then, um I was like, "You know, I don't think I need to go to film school now." And then uh so I just started to stop going to like community college, uh, I was telling them, that, I'm like, "Yeah, I don't think I need to go." And I was actually working at this like little small movie theater at the time. Wait, as a projectionist. No, that would have been awesome, but because yeah. um, they actually still project on film. Oh, that's awesome! Because I was a projectionist in uh-huh. high school. That's so. amazing. That's funny. So, but that's were cool. you doing
0: like concessions, or
1: I was doing like concessions, and it was like this old movie theater downtown in Houston oh, th- that I had to like awesome. I had to commute like thirty minutes, but I didn't even care because it was like it was like this little <laughs> three screen movie theater, the oldest theater in Houston, still running. Wow. Um, like when I first went there, when I first uh, got to there, screening like The Artist. And, oh yeah, and, uh, and uh, like uh, it was funny because we had to go in there um, during the um, like right when the movie starting and had to pull in the curtains for the aspect ratio. So you had to like <laughs> as the movie is awesome. going, you had to climb on the stage and like like pull a little thing and then <laughs> and then run away. Um, it was just kind of cool though. Like yeah, so did they play old school films? They do. They did like Midnight's. So they're a landmark, oh, so good, gotcha. they did like you know a Midnight Screen did the Room. I, they still do The Room and Rocky Horror and, like, all, a bunch of random films. But it was it was cool. It was, like, I felt like, you know, I was I was kind of on the right track in a way. I was, like, I was working in a movie theater. I was doing the production company thing. And then my parents were, like, oh, you, you know, it's good to have a degree. You know, all these things they kept, you know, probably for about, yeah, like, a couple months. They were, like, bugging me about film school. And they were, like, well, we'll do anything to eat to go. Like, they just, like, were, like, begging me and, um you know, it was great working the production company, but I I felt like I might you know they so original idea is that like uh, if I didn't get into like UT or those like bigger schools like NYU, I was gonna go to Full Sail. Um, it's like this small sort of entertainment school in in Florida. Um, it was like a year and a half program. It was like super super quick. It's like okay if I don't like it or um you know at least I like learned something so uh so I remember flying over and taking a tour um just to appease my parents and I was just like okay this this might be a good idea I think you know but it was such a big change too because I was like you know you, you you're so like gung-ho into like doing one thing like you're like yeah I'm gonna, I don't need film school like and then now you're like Okay, I need film school. <laughs> it was it was
0: sort of the voice of reason from your parents. Yeah,
1: and you're like, you know, it's only a year and a half. And I could probably go back to all this if I really wanted. Um, if I didn't like it, um, so. So yeah, I just kind of from there, I just like took the leap, and they like kind of convinced me. I had to like leave. I had to leave the production company. I left the the movie theater, and then I moved out to Florida. Um, and it's kind of funny going into full cell because you think. Well, I mean, you used to be in, a, you know, almost like a a big fish in a small pond where you're the film guy and everyone goes to you for the film stuff. And now you're at Full Sail where everyone does movies. Everyone wants to be a director. Um, was it, it sort of it, like a humbling kind of, it, oh, it, I'm not
0: the only one trying to... <laughs>
1: it, it, it was, it was a humbling in a way, yeah, for sure. I mean, it was... Uh, yeah, it was cool. It's fine, like, you have, like, more friends that like, you can relate to um, and things like that. But now you kind of get, like, okay, now someone else wants to direct. Now someone else wants to do that. Now someone... I, there are multiple people trying to, you know, make the project. Sure. Um, and so yeah. it was, was going to Full Sail when you decided to
0: specialize in the DP, DP. cinematography world?
1: Yeah, so, I mean, I, I found out probably about... Um, like quarterway in full size, I didn't know what a director actually did. Um, I didn't. I, for some reason, I didn't realize that they actually have to work with talent, and they're not not just picking shots, things like that. So I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't as a fan of that that um, that role, and uh, as a director. And um, so after digital photography, I really love that. I um, I sort of uh, I wrote our first. Um, well, my script got picked in our first production class was called it was called dci and uh you're basically because your script got picked you got to pick your job so i was like okay i'm not gonna direct this i'm gonna i want to dp this i I just kind of like i had to like kind of like convince the class and stand up and be like why i wanted to dp this and i was like up against another guy and um so yeah i i I, uh, it, it was like the first, the first project was like working with two directors. was really interesting, too. Wait, on the same project? The same project, yeah. So I guess two people wanted to direct. So the teachers were just like, you can, you can both do this. Um, so, so that was <laughs> sounds like a recipe for disaster. I don't, yeah, it wasn't, I, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't a recipe for disaster in a way. It was, it was, an, it was a challenge, but I was, I was up for it. Yes. And it was, um, they, uh, they were both yeah really collaborative and they were, um, one person was more technical and one person was more, uh, like a performance focused, actor focused. Oh, okay. Um, so, so it was kind of a good split, but, um, yeah, it kind of worked out in a way because one of the, um, one of the directors actually didn't pass the class, so they couldn't move on to the actual production. So it ended up being one director but uh yeah it was um it was cool, like I, so when I was on the shoot, I kind of realized like this is the one job that I can do for multiple hours, and I don't even notice. I was like, I'm still awake. it was an overnight shoot we, we were shot in this like office, and it was like like we had to start at like like nine p m and go to like nine a m and i I didn't even know. I was like this is i mean, I was just have I just felt so natural into that role that I was like this is this is definitely a path that I should like start. Like pushing to to do more.
0: Gotcha. And so you yeah. went from you went from full sale. You mm-hmm. finished there. Yeah. And now you're in New York. Now I'm in New York. Yeah. And you've got an Amira. Got an Amira. And you're a working DP. <laughs> yeah. You've done a
1: feature. Yeah. <laughs> How? <laughs> what? What made you come up to uh, New York? Uh, I had some. I most of my network was up here. A lot of full sellers went to to uh, New York so I was like it's kind of a natural na- a natural progression and I always wanted to live in the city it was always something that um, you know always intrigued me and um, I was like is, is, well if, if my parents are going to support me for a little bit after school I might as well live in a city that I actually want to go to mm-hmm. so I was like you know what? I'm gonna I'll give it a try so I moved in to, with a, a friend of mine from Full Sail that worked in production so I got to you know hang out with her and you know like just kept pushing from there. And that really
0: helps to have kind of a sort of a community built in. Um, the school I went to, there's a couple people here in the city. Yeah. But not a lot. I mean, just a couple. Yeah. Just like two or
1: three. But um,
0: yeah, it's definitely nice to like go somewhere where you've got some sort of clan. Exactly. Already
1: yeah, exactly. You can connect with. It was, um, yeah, it, I I kind of didn't want to go the like PA route mm-hmm. i was i was kind of i had met this other graduate that was i told me like um he lives in la and he kind of i had a seed for him out on, on this project when i was still in school and i was like you know what's your advice about leaving well He's like he's like all right you know what you need to do you need to just only dp that's what you need to do so people remember you as a dp and um it's gonna be hard it's gonna be it's gonna be really tough and uh but in the long run, people are going to remember he was a DP and not like an assistant or anything like that. So it was a little bit daunting at first, but I was like, okay, this seems like a good strategy. Yeah, it's a leap of faith for sure. It was a big leap of faith. Coming to a city where you don't know anyone and also um, my roommate worked in, on, on like TV and then like TV and she worked in the production office so I could easily get like a PA position in the production office. It was, I mean, I got offered so many things and I was like, it was so tempting to like turn it down. <laughs> I'm mean, not turning it down, you know, yeah. um, and like work in film. But um, I, st- I stuck to my guns for, for a while and I was like, it, it was tough. But uh, I just, it, he, his advice was just like, shoot anything you can, like like, lo- like low pay, no pay, any anything, just like get anything, build up a reel. And, uh, and eventually, people will will kind of look at you in that in that way. So
0: gotcha. And how were you getting the go- or the, the jobs here? Were you was this the Craigslist? Was this word of mouth from other full sale people?
1: It was like a mixture. Mostly, it was like Craigslist. Mandy hitting it every day, every morning. Yep. Check it like once or twice a day. Um, refresh it. Uh, any opportunity, <laughs> anything. Um, that anyone will get. That's give you, a hustle, man. It was a hustle. And I remember the first time I got my first like Craigslist gig, I was so excited. I was like, I remember sitting, it's, it sounds like kind of cheesy, but I was sitting in Washington Square Park. Like just, <laughs> I don't know what I was doing. I was, just, I was, I was hanging out, like enjoying, maybe it was like a Sunday or something. I remember getting the email. Was, like, like, a, you know, that, you know, when you see that Rhea like reply to your ad on Craigslist or mm-hmm. that like little jump you're like, "Ooh, what's this?" And, then, and it was like, "Yeah, we would love you to uh to DPR web series." And I was like, "Oh, yeah." Sweet. I, oh yeah, I was like, I had a 5D, I had I had a 650. I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to come into this like like I'm the DP. So
0: <laughs> I love it. And did, so did you yeah. have any resources? Coming into New York in terms of uh, marketing, like, did you have a website? You had a reel. You had all that. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah.
1: So I didn't. I didn't explain that, but when I was leaving Full Sail. Um, they kind of really instill like a career um, mindset. So mm-hmm. on our final film, you had to apply for your position. So I had already made like a a good resume, and it was like critiqued. Like it looked clean. Like it was like very well polished for like a student resume. Um,
0: and that was all a part of all what, getting the getting, jobs and for yeah, Craigslist and right, in New York.
1: Right, And I had, like, a portfolio. I ha- they made you make a demo reel. I mean, it's all student stuff, but it's, like, sure. you have something that you can say, like, okay, I know how to, like, frame something. I know mm-hmm. how to, like, there's just something there. Um, yeah. So I used that. I kept pushing that out. I had a website already. Yeah. So, you know, I had something to show, and sorry um that (laughs) okay uh, over there yeah yeah (laughs) um yeah so I kept pushing that out and I think yeah that it kind of made you stand out a little bit um even though it's student stuff but um yeah so it was a very the um the web series was I came in there coming with like a full sale like structured mindset thinking that it's gonna be like like a um you know, like what I'm really used to. So I go and, um, or it's just kind of like, we're in this apartment and they're like, you got to do it all yourself. I was like, like, I, for some reason I was so passionate, I didn't even care about having a crew. I was like, I didn't even think about like, maybe you should ask other people to work on this. I, I don't know why. I, I don't know why, like thinking back right now, I really, I don't even remember why. I was like, do I, can I bring someone else on? I was just like, I'll just do it all myself. Like, I was so like, this is a gig. Like, you you're know, just so excited I'm to just, yeah. be doing. I was like, yes, this is working. This formula is working. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know, so they were just like, yeah, keep pushing. And um, uh, actually, I don't know. I, was, I don't know where I was going with that. But. <laughs> well not yeah. having a
0: crew on that oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah so i didn't i didn't even notice so but yep. it, it turned out to be you know those low budget web series music videos but i was getting something mm-hmm. i was like okay like yep. doing this um and i think i did end up bringing someone on that was a full seller gotcha um that was who was like someone who wants to work for free and that i know gotcha and uh yeah so
0: and so, how long ago was that job, that first job in New York? So,
1: I graduated um, July 24, June 2014. So, it was, I was in July of 2014.
0: Gotcha. Yeah.
1: So. And so, three years. A little over three years now. A little through.
0: Yeah. And so, you go from that to working on stuff in so, New York. Yeah. And then... You get to this feature.
1: Uh-huh. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So
0: which I want to talk about yeah, yeah. a lot. <laughs> um, so just tell me how this feature came about and uh
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah. So, you know, doing the Craigslist Mandy Hustle, um, about actually it was the first year I was there. It was probably a couple months after I've been there, I got I applied to on Craigslist. It was this production company that was like, we wanna make uh we're a startup production company we want to make three projects or two two shorts and a feature and um, uh, and uh, we're looking to partner with the dp and like they were basically saying every budget's going to get bigger so it's like okay cool so I, I applied to it like everything else um, I, I got interviewed and they were uh, uh i met with the producer and it was you know just at a regular like copy place and it was like it was all normal and they were like what do you think you can do? Right, our first short, like, what do you think you can do with thousand dollars? I was like, right, or can you make this for a thousand dollars? This short for a budget. Like, um, yeah, I'll figure it out. And, and uh, I guess that like sort of, I pressed them or something, and then they were like, I ended up getting a call back for it, and it was like this. I just shot that short, and it was super cool. Um, this actually, the script was actually really good. That was something really rare about a lot of like. Um, Craigslist stuff. It's like that script. The the writing was actually good. It was like this is an interesting script. Um, um, so the producer I met directed it. Um, we shot it, and then um, from there they did another short, maybe four or five months later. Did you did you work on that as well? I worked on that as well. Yeah. And this time the writer of the previous script directed it. So oh, I, cool. so which was also the director of the feature. So I mean, it was a little higher budget. Um, and, um, yeah, we shot that. It was, you know, they were, they, they, they loved it and they were really happy. And then from there, they were like, okay, we have this idea for a feature. I'll send you the script. I probably didn't get confirmed for that for, um, maybe like another half a year. It was a lot of waiting around, like, um, that's how features tend to go, though. A lot of yeah. waiting around. It's like, it's like is this
0: going to work? Is this going to happen? Gonna I ap- don't know.
1: <laughs> they, yeah. I mean, they were kind of using this as like, okay, we're a production company. We have a quality material. Um, and the script is also good. Again, I really like the script. And um, it's, 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 it's just so rare when you like, a, a good script pops up uh, okay. like, like that. So it's, it, w- it was easy to pick. Um,
0: so, but, okay. So yeah. just real quick yeah. before we dig into this more. Sure. What's the title? And uh what's your role on it? Well, you're a DP. The, the feature? So, yeah. Okay. So so yeah.
1: the title and um what's it about? Um so it's called The Good Catholic um and uh I was the DP on it. Uh it's it's about a uh priest who falls in love with a girl at confession. Um and sort of Oh, oh. Yeah. Has <laughs> to have a like a crisis of faith and, you know, all that all that fun stuff.
0: Gotcha. So, yeah. Cool. All right. So Getting the
1: basics out of the way. What did, yeah. you, shoot on? What did you shoot on? What lens? Yeah. Where? Um, so we shot on the Red Dragon on a Cook S4s. Um, I shot the previous short on the um, the minis. So the director said he loved the look of them. So I was like, okay, this might be probably a good natural progression to go in, into, the, uh, into the, uh, the Cook world. Uh, we shot in Bloomington, Indiana. Um which is just it's a
0: little further away from new
1: york city <laughs> it 's a little bit, yeah, 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 we shot the other two shorts in New york, but uh the producers and the director were all from Indiana, and oh, I gotcha. they uh they thought they could use the resources in the in that in that small town to sort of band the town together to 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 make it happen so uh it 's a very like you know you 're in the town we it was a lot of um um you know it 's a very small town feel for the film so you really tell where you're at gotcha yeah
0: cool and then how big was your crew on this
1: very small we had uh we had a full camera team first second and dit then we had a gaffer and a grip and then um we got a bunch of interns (laughs) <laughs> from the from, from the local from, university from the local university yeah <laughs> yes um, they were That's great. they were given or they were promised credit for the the working on the film it was sort of it was it was very good for them I feel like it was kind of a good like if I, if I had that experience I would be like at Full Sail I'd be like i would be awesome yeah kind of basically get to rotate around in different departments be like you're interested in lighting like work with lighting and then you know they get to work under my gaffer and then if they want to move the camera, then they can, and it's kind of, um, they weren't, you know, they were working under the second, and, and the first, and helping out, but, you know, they could, they could kind of dabble in different departments, and get a, you know, get, it's a really great experience, for yeah, the, you know, for the resume and whatnot, mm-hmm.
0: and what was the art department like, what, how big was that, it was, it
1: consisted of two people, um, they, there for were a
0: wardrobe, for props, everything,
1: oh, um, so we had you had a production designer, we had an art director, you had a costume designer, and that was it. I feel like the production design was doing props at the same time. Um <laughs> we had a, we had we had we had a hairstylist and in, in um in HMU and makeup. So yeah. It
0: was gotcha. it, it was, you know,
1: kind of a one person department type of type of job. So <laughs> <laughs> um but I mean what the the great thing is that our locations really made the the film, you know, they, they chose locations that were going to work for with very minimal production design added to it. So, so, and I think that's so,
0: that's so big about doing indie stuff for lower budget is that, yeah, you find the space that's going to work for the project. Exactly. And then you work around that. So you, you don't have to build sets and (laughs) all
1: that. Exactly. Um, we actually did end up building a set. Oh. So, yeah. The, Interesting. Uh, the confessional is all a set.
0: Oh, I was wondering about
1: that. Yeah. 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 And uh, in the production office. Oh, nice. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Well, we can, um, I'd like to break down a couple of shots. Sure. Knowing all of this backstory. Well, okay. Yeah. First, before we break down, what was our, what was our G&E lighting... Um, equipment like
1: in here. <laughs> what uh, did you what were you had to what did you have to play with for this film? Um you know, since there is really not much industry in Indiana that um <laughs> it was kind of like an owner operator um key grip that had like a one ton um very small. A but, one
0: ton for the feature?
1: Yeah, very very minimal. Wow. Um the one truck um but yeah, we made it work. It was it was kind of the essentials. Yeah, like what was your biggest light? I want to say we had one uh one tungsten 2k. I think we had one uh 2 1.2 HMI's. HMIs. Yeah. Wow. So all house power? All house power. Wow. Yes. I don't think I think we did we did have a Jenny too. It was very small. But um for like for like small things, but yeah, um, yeah, it was, it's a, it was a very minimal, minimal effort. Gotcha. So, yeah. It'd be very creative with our decisions.
0: Right. I was going to, yeah, I mean, we can get into that a little later, but yeah, it's definitely like how, yeah, let's go into it right now. How did you, <laughs> I mean, did you know the equipment going into the production? Were you able to plan knowing that you had this kind of like, one ton, and that's mm-hmm. it, or were you planning the shots with the director out of like mm-hmm. dream scenario, and then when you yeah. got there, working with what you have to accomplish that, how did that yeah
1: how did that go? It was a situation where we we only had a week of actual prep where we had to wow. scout everything. <laughs> it was literally like constant phone calls um, with the director weeks ahead of time. Like, basically shot listing the little script yeah, over you, the phone.
0: Okay, but you had yeah. you had the script for more than a week, I'm assuming. Oh, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you were able to...
1: Yeah, I got the script a while back. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I didn't just get the script. <laughs> 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 Let's do this. <laughs> How
0: long did you have with the script, at least?
1: Like, just from the beginning? Uh, I want to say at least a couple months. Okay. Maybe. I mean, I had been sent that before they got funding. Gotcha. Yeah, it was like, we're looking for resources for this. Um so but again the script is really great i love the the material so i you know i felt like i could wait for the the long haul but once we you know maybe when we had the green light that's when we started to like okay we need to like talk to the shots yeah really so get down to business yeah. it would be like you know long phone calls with director um just running through what he has in his mind um without seeing locations or anything like that yeah um that's and, challenging um yeah uh so yeah, it was, it was kind of one of those situations. And as far as uh, gear, I was just sort of given uh contact and, and, and they were, I was like, I just, w- what do you have? That was really what was going to be. <laughs> there wasn't, since we weren't being flown out there a week ahead of time, I really didn't have um, a good handle on what we actually needed for the location. So it was like, we had to find out, we had to, we got to figure this out a week ahead of time. Also, it, there's no rental houses in Indiana, well, it's probably maybe somewhere far away in Indiana, but you know, Indiana's, like huge. There's nothing in Bloomington. Say that. Um, the camera, the red, the, our, our camera package was provided by a producer that was coming from LA. So, so,
0: <laughs> so you had a, you had a one-ton yeah. owner-operator in Indiana, mm-hmm. and you had your camera package from, from LA from a producer being flown in, and <laughs> you were coming from New York. I'm from New
1: York, everything was sort of like coming into the Midwest. <laughs> Uh, I think our lenses came from LA too. I want to say, wow. or maybe Cincinnati, but yeah, there, no time to prep, no time to anything like that. It was kind of like very short. That's nuts for for its short session. So we were kind of given a list, and we're like, okay, well, let's see the location. Like that was kind of the attitude.
0: Gotcha. And so you knew the equipment going into the locations, and that in, in turn informed how you were going to shoot it. Right. What right, you could right. do.
1: Well. The director had a really good idea how he wanted to shoot it. Just not, you know, everything. You have a plan, and then you have what you actually do. It was kind of like, I I understood the coverage, but then we had to, like, make, you know, compromises. So, um, the church, we had to, you know, figure out how high is the ceiling. We had no idea. I mean, we had, I had photos. I'll I'll tell you that. I had photos, but until you're actually in the space, it's... Yeah, it's a different thing.
0: Photos only tell you so much.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was also a town where it's like they they're not built to make a movie. It's not like it's not like it doesn't have the infrastructure for all oh, that type of thing. You know that gotcha. that stuff. So it's like we're asking questions about power and like and like all these things and like they're, they're just like oh you know luckily everyone is very like, you have that that sort of midwestern friendliness so everyone's very accommodating and like everyone's really nice and um it was like a really yeah like the the townspeople are very very nice yeah they banded together for you guys yeah they did yeah, yeah and, that and it, helps you say like you know we're making a movie they're like ooh like we want to be a part of this so it <laughs> so it's like everyone's like very friendly and like supportive and you you become you know they they, they, they would they kind of help us out so
0: yeah yeah they have to on a production like yeah. this i feel like so yeah how many days did it take to shoot once principal photography started
1: I wanna say they're eighteen to twenty. Gotcha. I don't remember the exact but it was at least eighteen. Um twenty. So gotcha. Yeah, between there. Well. Yeah, it was it was super quick. I mean it was like we landed in in Indiana and it was like a snowstorm. It was me <laughs> and the Gapper it was like but we're also we don't have a car, we're in New York. They just they drop us with these apartments, just like the tundra. We're just like we're just here and it's like a snowstorm, we're like, all right, we're doing this. <laughs> it got real. It got really real. Wow. I mean, you have to rely on everyone to like take you around and it's like you don't know where things are. So yeah. um Luckily we had a really good a good production team. The um I think they might I don't think they actually live in Indiana. They might have came from like Chicago um or Cincinnati or somewhere other the town close but they came in and they were really like on top of their stuff and like we um we got to you know every day it was just like location scouting or shot listing and but the director was also being pulled in different directions to work with actors and like rehearse and, and rehearse and all that all that stuff so it was it was like literal like like 12 hour days of just doing as much as we can until we until until we shoot so, well wow. yeah
0: yeah yeah it's and crazy. that's and that's tough not having that much prep and trying to get into the director's head, exactly. You know, and and figuring stuff out. So
1: yeah, yeah, we yeah we made it work. You know, I mean, <laughs> luckily we had all those those conversations ahead of time with the time. shot list and like, you know, we had some idea. It was just it was just a matter of, like figuring it out. Some locations we couldn't go into. The church was ex- uh was a kind of a situation where, I, I'm sure they were getting it for free, so they they wanted to be as um accommodating to this church's schedule so it was like you know we need to spend some time in here but we couldn't spend more than like five or ten minutes just like getting a glance and leaving and then maybe coming yeah. back a day later or like two days later like it we didn't they didn't want to Wow. you know also yeah some of the locations were like airbnbs and like yeah so what really favored us, though, was the the confessional, the first scene, because we did all of that in the as the first day, so we could kind of get into the groove of things and like how we all work together in, like in this like controlled studio type of environment where <laughs> studio, just quotation, but it's you know it's a controlled environment. We're not like running around like to multiple locations.
0: Yeah, so. and you don't have to worry about. Too much like, logistics in that yeah, sense.
1: Yeah, it was like yeah. we have crafty right here. We have like, <laughs> like just meals. Like let's, you know, it was it was definitely a good choice. The trail mix scheduling. Was, trail yeah.
0: mix was nearby.
1: Trail mix. You know, the granola bars, got the fruit snacks. Oh yeah, oh yeah, right on deck. So
0: speaking of confessional, <laughs> I want to go through and break some of these down <laughs> just for the viewing for the viewers and the audience's pleasure. All right, um, why not? If you guys are listening to this in the car. Um, go on to the show notes, com slash blog, and check out this episode's page. I'll have photos there. We'll, uh, we'll be breaking down some of these for you guys. Wow, the show notes. The show, the show notes. notes. I know, it's super fancy. So <laughs> let's talk about the confessional real quick. Um, wow. <clears throat> so we got a, I got a couple shots here. I got some wides, some close-ups. They kind of look pretty consistent. So mm-hmm. you just want to tell me overall, how did you get this, this top-lighty look and... Uh, Basically, it's the priest um, and this lady in the confessional, Mm -hmm. in a confessional.
1: Yeah. Um, So I guess I'll go into just like the kind of the what the director was going for. But the director had a really strong uh, vision to keep the camera on the priest's side. He never wanted to see the priest, you know, doing like general over the shoulder type of coverage. He wanted to always be viewing the priest from the priest's side. Um,
0: and then the person on the other side through through, through the, his yeah, yeah okay
1: um always yeah just sort of to keep it in his world and from his perspective mm-hmm. there is a scene where they switch sides but we keep the camera still on the same side mm-hmm. so that was sort of his his take on it um, and
0: then and then lighting approach wise yeah. so how did you do this practically
1: yeah so we had. Um, so it was, it was just kind of a, a soft top light. We had, I think I'm going to say like a 1K, k Chimera, very soft source, kind of cut off the sides, just, uh, just right above his head. And then, um, for Phil, it was just like a 650 into, uh, unble- unbleached muslin. And gotcha. It was, yeah. I want to say we shifted the color temperature a little bit in camera. We kind of play with it. Um... But uh, yeah, and as far as the other side, it was pretty much the same thing. Um, there was a little, there was a moment where, in the beginning of the film, where she, um, there's basically like just kind of just like this little, little sliver of light, and that was another actually director thing. He wanted to, at first. Um, when they first meet, she comes in in darkness, and he wanted to just see something in there, so just kind of like very silhouette very like silhouette, just like kind of just like a like kiss of light to sort of like like hint what's what's the come i guess
0: It's definitely a very mysterious vibe,
1: yeah, that's what it gives off for sure, yeah, and that was probably like a little three hundred like tiny little backlight, mm-hmm. just like rigged up of yeah
0: and and so in changing the shots, um you weren't moving this soft no. key from up top as the action was going on, right? You kind of let them play in the space. I mean, the space yeah. isn't that big. They're just sitting there, but but yeah. you let that play.
1: Yeah, exactly. It was sort yeah. of like a set it and forget it situation. Got we it. Just, we just let them play out. Um, I mean, it was kind of interesting too because um, the priest is kind of going through these different emotions with this this woman essentially coming into his world. So, um, And on the more frontal angles, we get sort of this... This play in shadow as he as he moves around um, with the different things that are running through his head, and it was it was kind of interesting to see. Kind of the it was almost like the the light would change how he would feel because he would look down to the corner and we have like part of his face lit like so. I, I thought that was really cool that I didn't really think about that ahead of time. Which was just kind of, <laughs> it just kind of like it was something that when I was in camera I was like oh that looks really I, I see what I see what's happening here it's, it looks really nice. And Um, and that's
0: kind of the advantage of doing a single source kind of thing, right? Because you let
1: that light just kind of dynamically play and yeah, yeah, yeah. It kind of plays out really naturally too. Mm -hmm. Um, That's kind of what the director wanted. He want kind of go with something more familiar and um, and um, most naturalistic kind of feel as possible. You want to go through anything too stylized, though. No, and I definitely feel like throughout the whole film.
0: It is yeah. very naturalistic. It's yeah. very natural so cool. in the Thank approach. You. Yeah. Um, so this is image number five that we're looking at now, and this is an ensemble shot uh-huh. with the three kind of leads of the piece. And what I'm wondering with this is, I mean, you've got, you've got these three characters, and they've got all different skin complexions, skin tones, and right. how did you balance this out, and um, what did you do for lighting them? What was your approach? Yeah, I mean, um... well, basically, okay. So we have yeah. we have Danny Glover. Mm-hmm. We've got um, John C. McGinley. John C. McGinley, and then the Kevin uh, Zachary Spicer. Zachary Spicer, <laughs> sorry. And um, <laughs> so these three characters, um, these three people, are playing the the lead and supporting mm-hmm. roles in this film.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, it was it was it was a little challenging with the you know. It always is with different skin tones, um, but uh, I guess I should give a backstory of like how the how we kind of shot it, um, because sure. the the original kind of setup with this um, scene was that they were meeting in this um, for like a sort of schedule meeting, but um, it was originally mit- written where it was like they always did it at the same time. It was very formulaic and sort of rigid, um, so we had to shoot. All of those at the same time to get because they would always sit at the same place. Always yeah, so
0: lighting place. didn't change anything much. Exactly, costumes, exactly. all the same. Yep.
1: Exactly. So um, our original intent was to you know shoot you know as you would like a master, and then go into the close-ups and coverage. Um, John C. McGinley came from a TV background. Um, he played a uh, Dr. Cox on Scrubs, so he was used to like quick, fast. Fast-paced stuff with multiple cameras multiple
0: cameras. Yeah, because this was a single camera S- single
1: camera. yep. gotcha. Well, wow. me. Yep um, So when we brought that idea up, it was sort of a he, he really wanted to shoot for his best performance to shoot every Every angle which it kind of makes sense when I look back on it that He wanted to shoot every every scene from the from that angle same angle shoot yeah. it out um, so So we ended up um, we just bounced a six by ultra bounce um, camera left And we had like a, yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's the light on on On, the left side. Danny Glover. Danny Glover. And And we just had a small uh, Lego on camera left, just kind of to edge them out. Um,
0: And camera, camera camera right. right. Right, Okay, sorry about that. So backlighting,
1: backlighting and giving that kicker on Danny. Yep. And and then uh, there's a small little spot of blue right above John's head. That was actually just from the stained glass.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Kind of a halo ish. Yeah. And that just happened <laughs> just sort of a <laughs> halo effect. Yeah. That just happens sort of naturally too. Like you see um when you go into the coverage that we get nice stained glass play on the on the um on the pews and, and the and the nice woodwork. But that just happened as or daylight. So the, our location that, that, that goes back awesome. to like picking the right locations, like we shoot at the shoot at the right time of day, um, and the stained glass played in our favor. So yeah,
0: added some color to the
1: environment. Exactly. Otherwise,
0: kind of sort of muted.
1: Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, w- it just a little pop of color. It was really n- not something we like planned for. It was kind of like we knew something was gonna happen, but it was he, like it's like hey, he wanted, he just wanted to keep it as naturalistic as possible. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, we just we just kind of yeah, did our best with it. So gotcha. yeah, I think we, it came out good.
0: And there's a lot of scenes in the church, mm-hmm. a lot of scenes. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And so, you know, you're making a lot of looks out of that. Um, I mean, how did you have to schedule, how did you have to schedule to make it all work with the sunlight being its natural source? you not having the manpower or the, the light power to, you know, right. overpower it or do anything like that.
1: Right. I mean, it was a lot of careful scheduling. Um, I mean, we realized um, you know, coming through it that a lot of the night interiors would, the windows are going to look best when they're lit up in some way. Yeah, so, just a little bit. Yeah, right. You know, as natu- as you think the schedule is something to do, the night scenes at night. Are, um, but that, that became apparent when the windows weren't lit. So we had to um, come with some way to shoot during the day with careful scheduling. We're also shooting during the winter where the days are shorter. Um, so we had to sort of um, put interns on each window and try to, we put um, a lot of duvetine across the window just sort of like during the night interior stuff to just sort of like give a little kiss of light so they would light that, those blue windows and just kind of like bring them out. Um, but yeah, but that was something we did not plan for, Where it was the, uh, the, the window needing to be lit at night, which we didn't, you know, didn't have the, yeah, but we, we made it work. It was sort of, uh, it's all just thinking on your feet, you know, mm-hmm. it's all outable when you look back, when you look <laughs> yeah. back on it. <laughs> well, did you shoot any of
0: those night, actually during night? We did. Okay. Hey, and um, then what did you do with the windows there, in, in there that was, respect?
1: I want to, I want to say there was one. It was sort of this montage of the the priest doing his priestly activities. Um, uh, we literally just kept it tight and <laughs> oh, didn't even see the windows. Yeah, we no, we 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 kept one window into it and and, and blasted like like an, uh, like a one point two through it or something. Just to just we literally just kept it like. <laughs> within what we're seeing yeah and then it was all the rest was night so gotcha yeah and,
0: and i mean the church is a pretty big space mm-hmm. so one of my big questions watching the film is that how in the world did you with such a limited lighting like package yeah how were you able to light the spaces that the air that the characters and actors were were walking in because they they cover some ground in some of those scenes, yeah. especially when they're talking about them. You know, they're mm-hmm. they're preaching the message. Right. So, how did you go about with such a small lighting package, uh, sort of an area light approach?
1: Yeah, I mean, it it kind of was all about what are we actually seeing? Like, where is the camera really looking? Um, we, I mean, all the stuff in the church when we had to we had to light something wide was just. Which is the 1.2s into to large ultra bounces. Just, how lar- how just, large ultra bounces? I think we had we had I think we had one six by and I wanna say one eight by. I wanna okay. I wanna say. Yeah. Um, but just tucking them up in the corner and putting as much light into that church as possible, especially during the uh the sermon the sermon part too. Um, you know, we also use the practicals in the location too to sort of sort of fill it in. Um, there's that ending scene when they we do that uh 360 around him and reveal the 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 uh the crowd mm-hmm. that uh we we had to use the the overheads for. Just yeah. too many people. <laughs> yeah, there's no way that we you're gonna, yeah. We couldn't rig overhead and like anything like that. Um the church is very old too, so it was like we can't like clamp onto the old wood or anything like that. So it was it was just being as strategic as possible with, with, with <laughs> and getting with creative, really, really getting creative. Um, that's another thing too. I like re- realized looking back on it, like, it's, like if you keep it like tight, like whatever's off camera doesn't, like it might look like really small and like limited, but you know, it's it's all about the like the final result. What it's all about what you see. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, it was. It, we did. I. I try to steer away from Wides as much as possible um, because of limited resources. Yeah. Um, But... I mean, and that's a really practical thing that anyone can do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Like, it really just matters what's right on the monitor. So, it could could look like the most minimal thing, but, you know, it's just giving your actor exactly what they need. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And... and, um, What's his name? McKinley?
1: McKinley. John McKinley, yeah. John? Yeah. Coming from TV...
0: Yeah. Was he, did he, um, did he like to move around a lot? Was there a lot of like, did you actually
1: try and light for an area in a sense? Or were you lighting for them? It was definitely a situation where you had to think on our feet Because um, John, it was almost like we had to be exactly correct to where he, where he was going to be at all times. Gotcha. We would do... A blocking session, he would come in and he'd be kinda of like, What's the shot? What are we doing? Um, and when we figured it out, that was it. That was what it was gonna be. And- but but he could be like, No, I think I'm gonna go over here or um and we're all just kind of like a small crew, like, Okay. Okay, John. <laughs> let's let's make it happen. <laughs> he's a very in- intense dude. And he he's such he's so good at his craft, you know, yeah. he he's like he, he if he's gonna do performance he's gonna do it he's gonna do it one hundred percent which is is amazing so we really had to think on our feet in terms of where he's gonna be um, or where he wanted to be where he wanted to be where yeah. he thought would be best so there there was a interesting there was a scene during um, uh, there was an acapella group scene that we uh, we he wanted to go quick and wanted to do it in a oneer. And he wanted to move around. Um, so it was a situation of
0: like... I mean, that's another... Yeah, I, I didn't include that in this. But that's another
1: huge ensemble... Oh my god, yeah. You know... Yeah, peace. Yeah, it was... That was probably the most challenging day. Stressful day. Because... Um, not only are we doing it as a wonder, but we're doing it on a steady cam. Um He also has to dodge Shadows... So if if John wants to move over here, we have to account for the light, which we can't—we go overhead for or anything like that. So we're also fighting shadows. We're fighting, fighting where John wants to move. It was a, it was a day. It was a day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, you know, the Steady Up was really great. He he made it work. Um, his name is Michael Klein. He's he's local in New York. Gotcha. Um he did a good job on it.
0: He did. He, he did.
1: Yeah, and there's a lot of study cam work in this. There is. Yeah, there's a lot. Um, yeah, I mean, he, even the stuff with uh, John. You know, there's that scene where he like makes that kid like kneel and stuff like that. Oh yeah. I yeah. had no idea that was gonna happen. Oh. <laughs> that was all like just <laughs> improv, like improv, because they're all like theater kids, and I, I don't know. He probably like directed them, I, or maybe I, those kids. I don't know, but uh, yeah, he was but but, was, that's,
0: but that was the culture on set though in like kind of for the for a lot of it was just yeah. like flexible mm-hmm.
1: and keeping it open, keeping mm-hmm. open minded definitely keeping open minded yeah I mean yeah. a plan could change like really quick yeah, um, sure. but uh, i mean i mean like it kind of goes back to the the going the collaborating with the director like i i haven't i have a really strong idea what what he wants like have that plan to fall back on so yeah. um if something doesn't work, we can always go back to the that coverage.
0: Yeah, and and you know that's yeah, it's like why you know somebody's listening. Oh, it's so flexible and everything. You know, there's just so much craziness going on. Why plan? But it's just yeah, because of to, that. You have
1: you to. have to plan. Yeah. Like, oh my god! If you didn't have the plan, I would be like
0: just <laughs> something to at yeah. least fall
1: back on. You, you saw a little bit of my my uh, shot designer. Yeah, like, like I heads. I was I was. Maybe we I can was, post that. Maybe it would be if, cool to post you it. You can if you want. Yeah, <laughs> It's pretty crazy. It's pretty hectic. It's, you, this isn't even, you'd have even. I can show you the other scenes. They're insane. That's uh, funny. You're welcome to post it. It's it's cool. But, yeah. I mean, it's, I was ready for for everything, so, yeah. um, which, you know, it's, I kind of look at it like, almost like a, a sports game in a way. It's like, you, you plan, you train, and you're like, you know the techniques and like the plays but like on the day it's it could be uh you only have the one chance to like score that goal or get that shot right um and you have to know you have to know your plays and like your, your know techniques. all that
0: know the routes in and out and all that yeah yeah
1: and you have the one uh, one chance it's like well wow. do it so yeah it was definitely it's always good to plan <laughs> yep. Yep.
0: yeah so okay so we're going to move on to
1: the concert scene
0: here um yep. image number six Okay. and uh yeah yeah just like let's talk about sure. this and um yeah practically how you how you did this i think this looks um it looks really great thanks uh so um there's a lot of emotion in here and there's a lot there's a lot going on
1: yeah yeah i love the song in the scene too it's like when well, i what was her name yeah. uh actress ren schmidt
0: ren schmidt mm-hmm. so you've got You've got her character mm-hmm. on the right, mm-hmm. uh frame right, yep. playing a guitar, mm-hmm. and then you got his or her um backup vocal slash bass I think guitar that's a, guy in on the left third. Yeah. And then it's tracking the shot, tracks into a close up of her face. Right. And uh
1: it ends there. Yep. Yep. So um yeah, originally the idea of the director, he wanted um he wanted a slow um sort of push onto her face. Um, so originally um the the shot, they actually kind of cut it, but it was originally a Warner where it started over uh Zach's shoulder, the other actor in the scene. The priest. The priest. And he uh it pushes all all the way from like a long shot to a close-up. Um uh that was all. I, you said that I think that was dolly. It looks dolly. It's a dolly. It was, okay. Yeah. So. I, we had a, like a Fisher Ten. It's a very small, um, and yeah, we uh, we it was just kind of a it was a coordination between me and the the key grip, uh, you know. It was still a small department, but like yeah. we figured it out. Luckily, yeah, we uh, we just had a lot of rehearsals. It was like uh, to get that move right because you had to like boom up at the exact time to get that right, mm-hmm. like framing, but. Um, and then, so yeah. then,
0: but lighting-wise,
1: lighting, lighting, lighting approach-wise, yeah. Wise, uh-huh. how, what do we got going on here? So, camera left, there's a 6 by um, bounce, um, yep, um, with, like, two 1Ks. I want to say we might have had a little bit of warmth on them, um, but
0: yeah, that was that was her key. And that's just kind of mm-hmm. this soft light that's coming in mm-hmm. on her face and, and wrapping around her her um eye closest to camera.
1: Uh-huh. And it just kind of falls off at the cheek. Yep. So that's that light. Yep. Um and then we just had two so it's a very stagey type of setup. So we had two um parkans rigged, rigged above. Mm-hmm. Just uh, Were those yours or productions or the actual cafes? They they were ours, I wanna say. Gotcha. Yeah, they were from the, on the truck, um, and yeah, they just kind of edge drop from the background, and that's the light that's hitting her arm too. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, just giving like right under her mm-hmm. hand by the uh, by strumming.
1: Right, right. Yeah, exactly. Very yeah. stagey. Yeah, very stagey. Very stagey look. Um, mm-hmm. And then him, um, I want to say we just had like a um, one park hand right above his his head, and it's also the same thing hitting his guitar, just splashing a. um above him yep As yeah. a,
0: and that's a separate those kind separate of separate setup. par yeah oh, okay gotcha
1: yeah cool yeah it's very uh it, it was very simple we we got actually during the scene we had uh the lights were hitting her her guitar strings and it was oh getting, and, and yeah it was like a nice little like kickback but also had a little um the guitar strings were give this like little sort of like every time she would play you would see the little like Oh, sparkles marks. in
0: her. Oh, yeah, interesting.
1: I, I don't know if I don't know if they use that and that um, that take, but um, everyone at the monitors like, ooh, what's that? <laughs> some some happy accident. Definitely some happy accident. Yeah, yeah. And then you know, just
0: just in figure number seven, that's the mm-hmm. end of the movement. So that's the end of the movement. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. Just really. I mean, it's just yeah. it's simple, but. You yeah. know exactly what's going on, and it's powerful. Yeah, it's 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 super powerful. And then I think, but I think what's even more powerful is his reverse in 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 shot eight or in screen grab number eight. Yeah, where you know he's just kind of going through in the story, he's going through a transition. Yeah, in
1: yeah, this yeah, kind yeah. of a transition spot. Yeah. But what
0: do we do for this?
1: It was it was the same that six five. We just literally just a the reverse. Um, There's nothing more done to it. The background those 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 little uh, practicals in the back—it's literally just the the coffee shops, like lights. Probably it probably had some ND on them. Gotcha. But uh, but you
0: did augment them. You weren't just like oh, like you know, purposeful eat. framing. Yeah, definitely you know, augmented the the background practicals.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that the light was really supposed to play was from the stage. Yeah, we we're trying to augment the, the stage. It just kind of worked in, in the in the setup we had. Mm-hmm. Um, and
0: and yeah. I'm just curious. What made you decide that you would not to have a backlight? Because we don't yeah. have a backlight here. Yeah. we've got these. We've got these nice practicals yeah. on frame right. We've mm-hmm. got the key coming from frame right, hitting him, and it's kind of just showing the yeah l- camera left eye right yeah. o- over the nose. But we don't really have anything to um... like bring him out. Yeah, or I mean, yeah, obviously it works with right, this. Right.
1: But I-, I was just curious about what your approach was for that. Yeah, I mean. I, since the idea was that he's kind of listening to the, the stage, I thought, um, we don't really need anything. I just didn't feel like we needed it, but motivated. If you see behind his head, there's like a little splash of light behind him. Yeah. Yeah, Right there. There were, the coffee shop had these like little overhead. recess um, lights. Yeah. Like, you know, just like the ones in this room. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Like little overhead. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean, it kind of it kind of just pops him, just like a little splash. Totally. That and that that's a total happy accident,
0: (laughs) you know. (laughs) And so and so, it's not so much backlighting him with light, but it's it's the it's the
1: contrast. Yeah, the contrast. Like there's a little there's a layer of contrast there that that Mm -hmm. brings him out, and then the background gives a little visual interest. Absolutely, hundred percent.
0: So yeah, yeah, it's just such a it's a powerful frame.
1: This is also a dolly in too. We had. I think it wasn't as extreme as the other one, but it was probably a medium to a medium close-up type of thing. Mm -hmm. Just a slow push. Yeah. Yeah, it was was cool.
0: Cool. And then um, in number nine, Mm -hmm. we have another ensemble. Yeah. Shoot. A shot. Um, And this is in the house where they all stay at. Yep. Yep, yep. So camera left, we've got some windows. Mm Mm-hmm. That are coming through the dining room, and they're all sitting at a table around a table. Yeah. You've got Danny on the left, uh, Zach. Zach.
1: Zach in the middle. Mm -hmm. And then um, John, camera Mm -hmm. right. Yep. Yep, yep. What was the approach for this one? So this is another one of those, um, I guess uh, they all sit at the same time, you know, um, like the scheduling meetings where they're all... This is like their daily breakfast. So everything kind of had to be consistent again, so... And did um, you
0: shoot this the same way you shot the, uh, scenes in the church that yeah, were
1: like this? Same way, except the... These were a little different. They had a little more, um, some blocking shifts. Gotcha. Um, but, uh, so for this particular thing, we actually literally had the same type of setup as we did in the church. It was... We just had that six-by and the Joker outside. Okay. Um, and everything Was else, that a bounce, or was that... It was a, a bounce, yeah. Okay, yeah. Like, uh, ultra-bounce. And, um... Yeah, everything else is like natural daylight. Um, like worked really well. Gotcha.
0: Um, did you have? Any, did you have to account for much of the sun shifting? How? I mean, because obviously this probably you know this yeah. took all day. Right? Yeah. Or? No.
1: Um, this scene didn't. I don't, honestly, I don't remember when we shot this, but we. I mean, aside from the the uh, the ultra round, you can kind of see it on the if you look on the. Right above the number nine, like that. They um, see the shadows right oh, there. Oh, like
0: beneath the the chair, Yeah, the legs of the yeah, chair? Yeah, can
1: see it. Um, account from that, the, we, I remember I mentioned we shot this in the winter, so everything is overcast for most of the day, which really played in our favor. Oh, um, yeah. Keeping we, it consistent. Keeping it consistent so we could really control. Um, uh, yeah, so that that really helped a lot with pushing light through windows and things like that. Gotcha. So really and
0: not having to super. Count. Yeah. Like yeah. the sun's not going to break, you know, and then come through some random window that you don't want it to or anything. Yeah. It's just kind of. Yeah. Yeah, default. Exactly.
1: We had, it was also, it would snow a couple of days during production and things like that. So, um, actually on, so, and the coverage on Danny it was a little challenging because we have
0: well you're looking right into the window
1: looking right into the window we also have snow on a um, on a uh, a rooftop in the background too so uh, it's, oh it, so
0: it's ultra bright it, yeah, yeah
1: it's, it's either we put we we bring that curtain in where it's like really red behind his head or we or we put white in front of there so we chose the white. And uh, we we just literally sent an intern on the, and like got a rake and like got that snow off a little bit, um, but I I want to say we we brought another Joker into the this the um, interior into the interior and just brought Danny out from the from the background. It was a, it was that was a little challenging, but yeah, I think it looked okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I think it did. And then just mm-hmm. looking again in image nine, mm-hmm. basically all you've got is that ultra bounce joker out the window yep. Yep. do you have any inside i mean you've got some white walls so i'm assuming your ambient level you know on the other side of the wall that was yeah. kind of giving you some natural bounce
1: yeah that was it i mean we had yeah all white walls we just put a bounce in there and um we didn't control it i mean you can already see you can see um on camera right on um, john's fill side like you have a little return from the other white wall there yeah um yeah, we just kinda let it play. It was it was a very very simple like setup. So
0: hmm Yeah. Wow. Cool. I love it. Yeah. Thanks, this is man. really great. Yeah. Um Yeah, what the heck? We'll go over image ten here. So so this is him in the church mm-hmm. later at night. Later. Yeah. And um this is Zach. Zach. And mm-hmm. he the the priest, and he's kneeling before the altar Uh for like a night prayer. prayer. Mm -hmm. What do we got going on? So
1: uh, for the key, we have sort of, I guess, I guess it would be like a five or six foot piece of um, unbleached muslin. Sort of made into kind of a... It's not a. It's not in a, a frame or anything. It's kind of just. It's just straight, um, stripped along because, previously, um, him walk. He kind of walks into the shot. He's walking along, so he wanted to carry that light across the room, for the whole distance. Yeah. Right. So we just bounced uh, two six fifties into it. Let him walk into it. I want to say we had some half CTO on it, um, and then we just had some um, passive film on the left camera left. Gotcha. And then the window in the background that. I want to say that is we probably shot that during the day, and um, we we basically had that duvetine across, making it making it a lot more dim. So like light just 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 punches the the uh, windows up a little bit without without making it look like day. So
0: gotcha, yeah, yeah, gotcha.
1: It's very very simple, like <laughs> <laughs> nothing too crazy. No,
0: but I love it though. I think I think people. Yeah. I think it's good for people to know that you can get this with with the simple yeah. techniques that you've been doing on this feature so
1: yeah it's it's i mean another thing too we just kind of almost got repetitive throughout the, <laughs> the issue was like we knew you know that helped us in our favor too because we knew we had to think on our feet so we know what works from the you know the previous scene so we can just you know bang it out and go move as quick move as quick as possible so. yeah
0: and that probably helps yeah. as as you go through a feature or a longer production where you get right. to know your equipment better and right. you know exactly what it's going to do and your crew. Right.
1: Yeah, and then your crew becomes, like, family. I think that's the best part. It's like it, like a do. summer camp. It is a, a winter camp. It's
0: a winter camp. Yeah, winter camp <laughs> in your guys' case, yeah.
1: But, yeah, that's that. That's the great thing about, like, multiple production days is you can, like, bond with everyone and everything like that. So, yeah. um I don't think I mentioned we had the um the low light oil PF too on the on the red dragon. Oh um, okay. That 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 kinda helped us with uh you know our, our low light situations too.
0: So, gotcha. Yeah. And um exposure was very consistent over the whole film, right? Thank you. Um yeah. And uh, you know, you're setting all your skin tones within mm-hmm. forty three to forty five IRE. Probably, yeah. Um you know, obviously, probably correcting it in the grade mm-hmm. a little bit. How were you exposing on set? What was your main tool for use of exposure?
1: Mainly um, false color. Um, false color guy? Your false color guy? False color. Yeah.
0: Do you have a Do you have a light meter?
1: I do. Okay. Yeah. Actually, um, I actually, uh, he. I always I always try to force him to use it too. <laughs> he always hates using it. Cause, Who? Um, my. Gaffer, my gaffer, yeah, oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, <laughs> he. I always force him, <laughs> the general him. Yeah, yeah. like um, yeah, my gaffer. Uh, I always give him my light meter because I, I want to communicate with him as quick as you know as quick as possible. It's either just say an exact number and like this is exactly what I want. Yeah. Um, so he would carry it around and um, yeah. I basically, I would depending on where you're shooting, I would I would shoot. I guess I could stop above that. For, you know, for their key. Sure. I think that. Yeah.
0: And what were you, were you wide open most of the stuff on the lens? Were you... Uh... I lived around like a like a 2.8. 2.8, yeah. yeah? Yeah. Cool. So... And how fast do these get? I'm... They got a 2. They go to 2, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And they're pretty, I mean, they're pretty sharp yeah. wide open.
1: Good? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Okay. Do you want to restart that line? I don't know what oh. happened there
0: weird okay anyways sorry we're having some mixer and no just made some noises <laughs> yeah. um yeah so we were talking about having your gaffer carry light meter carry light meter right. oh the lens being at a 2.8 and i was just saying that i think those lenses are pretty good at wide open right yeah they're great but was that just for your focus polar just to give yeah you know, yeah i use it
1: it's usually yeah, cool, kind of what I live at mostly. Oh, it's if it, a, okay. If, if it if it um if it works for it um, yeah, I generally like to keep at the same stop throughout everything. Like just oh. I, pi- I pick something and I'm like because you want that consistent look. Yeah, if it, if it plays for it, I will I will stay at that and, and adjust everything to that. I'll never I'll gotcha. almost never touch the iris. I'll be like to wait for the scene. Great. And then, what about ISO?
0: Yeah. Where I mean, you were bouncing around, obviously, with ISO. I think I'm assuming.
1: Yeah, mainly probably the interiors. We were like living at like 800. In that yeah, range. just it's
0: it's native. Native. Sort of. Yeah, okay. I don't think
1: I, I barely touched it. Probably the daylight stuff. Uh, I touched it a little bit, but yeah, it was it was great. You know. Gotcha. Yeah, pretty simple. Pretty nice simple stuff. Shutter at 180. Shutter was on a... Yep. um Trying to think of anything. Definitely ND outside. Yep. Easy rig. I actually. Yeah, <laughs> there was a lot of easy rig stuff. I actually, that, so uh, cool. um, I could have done a lot better on it, but I, uh, for some reason, I wanted to shoulder most of the film. <laughs> I was like, I don't know why. I was like, I, I was very like sticking to my guns. People like, there were a lot of people suggesting me using the easy rig, but I was very like. I I feel, I feel like I could do it, because I I usually before this film I probably operated mostly on my shoulder mm-hmm. and then um, until this film I started using the easy rig but um, yeah I I shouldered a lot of it and then uh, I definitely discovered I I, uh, I definitely like uh, the easy rig after- <laughs>
0: <laughs> and there's some long there's some long scenes in here there's a couple page scenes in here and uh, you're just <laughs> it was all on my shoulder oh
1: man I don't know I was like. I think I watched, like, the Sean Bobbitt, like, Ari uh, lecture. Have you seen that? Um, yeah, maybe. maybe. Is that, like, uh, uh, like, Cam Image? Or Camera Camera, yeah, camera yeah, Image. Yeah. Camera Image, yeah. Yeah. I watched that, and I was like, okay, I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> I can do it. <laughs> if
0: Sean Bobbitt can
1: do it. <laughs> I literally bought, like, knee pads, and I would wear knee pads and stuff. I was, like, I was, like doing mm-hmm. it like him. You know, I was trying. But uh, no, no, I love the Easy Rig. Now I shoot with it all the time. It's yeah, like, I can't do easy rig's, <laughs> yeah. easy rig's great. Yeah, <laughs> great. Even with the Amira.
0: Ah, I want to get into that, but we'll have to save that for oh. another podcast. Oh, okay. But I do yeah. want no to talk to you about. Yeah, you're an om- you're an owner operator. Yeah. of your Amira. Yes, yes. So if you oh, guys cool. need, you're also on Kit Split. Actually, I saw no, uh, ShareGrid. ShareGrid. I, I should be on Kit Split too. Okay. Yeah. I, I saw you on one of those. Yeah. So, anyways. Yeah. Cool, man. Yeah. Well, um, before we go, yeah, where can people reach you?
1: Uh, yeah. So you can find me uh, at my website, um, montgomeryimages dot com, um, and I am on Instagram. So uh, same name, Justin and S, and then Montgomery. Just my middle name, middle initial. Gotcha.
0: It's yeah. I mean, your website's probably. Pronounced though, you know, correctly, Montgomery Image, right? Dot Im- com Image Image. Yes. You have to tell everybody if.
1: Images <laughs> Image. No, That's funny. It, Montgomery Images. Yeah. Uh, com. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Cool, yeah. man. Well, yeah. thank you so much. Thank you. It's been a you pleasure, dude. Yeah, it's been awesome. Thank Had you. a lot of fun. Yeah. I was, well, thanks. Thank you for having me. Yeah. It was really fun. Cool. Well, best of luck with, um, you've got Thank a music you. video coming
0: up right yeah music video coming out cool i'm excited yeah it should be cool yeah check out his work everyone it's a cool cat please, please do <laughs> cool cat this is a cool cat all
1: right man cool stay greasy all right thanks man <laughs>